Hi guys, my name is Top Cherry What What, and I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an author, I'm an actress, and I'm an award-winning musician as well. This, this, this is, is, this is, is diversified game, game, game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, all the way from Namibia. Yes, she is a star worldwide, though. Don't don't put her in a box. I have Top Cherry. What? What? She is here to give us the game on how she has risen to one of the top talents in her country. And Africa, you know, it's one Africa people for me. So we're investing in Africa. Top Cherry is going to give us the game on how she's a musician, an actress, an author. We're going to get off all in her business. Top Cherry, how are you doing? I'm good. How's everybody doing? Everybody is well, and, you know, they're going to be blessed by the game that you put down. I kind of just want to give folks the shock value because nobody ever knows what may come out of your mouth. And I want to I just want to set it all up that she has some great videos, over a million views on YouTube, but her books. Her books, let's just start there, Top Cherry, because I'm looking for the books on Amazon, and I'm like, where are the books for the Americans or the folks in the West? Do we have to come to see you to get it? Well, unfortunately, we I didn't get there yet. The books were only available for physical. I just printed physical copies out, so I never really got to put them on Amazon, but I'm hoping to do it soon, though. Okay, and that might be a conversation we have off air because I'm gonna really push you and say, hold on, I you gotta share the love in, in the game. Now, you've been doing music for a while, and you know, you, you're also an actress. Tell us, when did you make the shift? This is gonna be an interview like no other. I've seen your other interviews. We're not gonna ask those same questions. So I wanna know what made you go from music to acting? Well, when I first came to Ventuk, Ventuk is the capital city of Namibia. So I came from a small town, hey? So when I came from a small town and you go into a, a the capital city, you know, you don't just arrive and decide like, oh, like, yo, I wanna sing, let me sing, give me a mic. You know, you need to go through processes because it's really a process, especially in Namibia, to even just go mainstream. It's really, really a process. So when I first got to, to, to the capital, what I did is I started work as a journalist. I was working as a journalist at a newspaper. And then through that, I used to write a lot of stories, fiction and non-fiction stories. So people would tell me like, oh, my God, your writing is so good. So from there, I, I had started writing books. And yeah, you know, so when I was Top Cherry, I was Monica, the author. And through the process of being a journalist, I interviewed so many artists and so many producers. And at some point, I was like, yo, hey, like, invite me to your studio sometime. Let me come through. Let me show you what I can do. And luckily for me, I went on a trip with PDK. PDK is one of the biggest trios that we have in the country. We went on the tour because we went to go shoot. It was also one of the biggest films in the country, by the way. And from there, 
you know, I became friends with these people and I started recording. And when I started recording, because my sound was so different, my, my vibe was different, you know, so people just loved it immediately and it blew up immediately. Now, you, you have also a love for PR, I know. So can you see yourself, you know, it, or do you already have a business that you say, you know what, I got to get that PR bug out of me. So while I'm an artist, I'm also going to hire people to not just do my PR, but others PR in the country. Yeah, well, that is what I do on a daily because now, especially with COVID, being an artist basically is on, on hold, is on standstill because of COVID. So I, I do still do, especially social, social media marketing for a lot of companies still. This is something that I do on a daily Okay, and talking about, since you brought up COVID, I know you were recently arrested for, you know, having, um, doing what you do as an artist. Talk about that and that journey. Were you treated special or were you like the other 30 plus people all in, you know, confined? Well, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm a law abiding person, you know, I'm a, I'm a very, very, <laughs> I hope you are drinking that water because you are really thirsty. <laughs> so um, a colleague of mine, Sally Boy was like, yo, you know what? You have a hit song out and I'm trying to do a COVID song. I'm, I'm trying to do a COVID concert. I was, I was hoping you would pull up and do a song or two. So I was like, uh, you know what? It's been a minute since I performed, so let's do it. But I thought my homie done did the things that needs to be done already, you know? He called the cops, he got the permission. Basically what you need to do to have a concert in, in the pandemic. So I went, I pulled up, you know, I, I was even there an hour early because I like to be the girl that's early because I need to read situations so I can know how exactly i'm going to balance my performance so when i got there they were like oh why are you so early we're still busy and whatnot so i was like you know what i'm gonna drive to the service station real quick grab something to eat because i just came straight from work things and then i went home and then i came straight here because i thought i was late two minutes after i came from the service station into the club i saw blue and red and green lights everywhere and it's woo, woo, woo. and i'm like and i'm looking at him like you better say something you better tell me something you you know because in my head i'm like nika you better say something i thought you have the permission to do this and it's like yeah you know i i did this is my homie but when the cops came in i was like okay it's still fine because we are not a lot you know i think we were like not more than 10 inside we are not more than, but this lounge has like a whole back side and when the cops came some of the cops went at the back and when they came back they came back with like almost 50 people and i was like i didn't even know there were all these people at the same premises that i am because i know it's covered and it's strict it was very strict at that time no party was allowed so these people came in when they came in and, and one lady noticed like, yo, that's Top Cherry right there, you know? They were like, nah, 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 we gotta arrest these people because these artists, they always think they are special and they get away with things. And I even kept saying like, guys, me, I just came to do my work. And that lady told me, well, I'm also just doing my work, mama. Get into the van. So I was arrested, like, 
how late, how long did you have to stay arrested? Was it something where they just kind of booked you? You know, arrest here in America means something totally different. And so you might be in there still to this day <laughs> if you're in America. So how long did that last? No, I, we stayed there uh, a full day. Yeah, we stayed inside for a full day. Men and women together in the same cell? But it was basically like holding cells. I'm not really gonna feel like it's prison, prison. It was just like holding cells. Okay, wow. Okay, so a whole day holding cell, everybody together. And so they don't separate the men and the women. So how do you use the bathroom? No, the bathroom is all the way outside. If you want to use the bathroom, you need to go on the other side. Like it's the structure is so is different because it's not like the the cells itself. We were just like in a holding cell thing sort of situation. You should shoot your next video there and show the American audience what that what that looks like because we think of you know you've seen the movies maybe you've been here to america it's a different process booking is you know sound is a whole different process i don't recommend anybody going through that but <laughs> it's it, it'll teach you um it's as bad like i see american news and the police news all the time and no it's really not the same it's it's so different it's so different yeah, you guys are, are civilized where we are profit, profiting off incarcerating people, just like enslavement. You know, that's that's what it is. Now, now tell me, what type of pushback do you get? You're young, you're beautiful. Um, your videos can be racy, even though sometimes you're calling, you know, to heaven, whatnot. But you know, what type of pushback do people give you being you, even with your books that talk about sex? You know, an African woman's, that's taboo. Well, I think with the Namibian audience, I think they sort of already just boxed me as that girl that likes to just, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't hide anything. She doesn't, she just says it as it is, you know? So people think the music video concept or even just the photo shoot concept, People always know that you always expect bigger or more or huge from me. Because I never like do little or try little. I always want to do like, you know. Do you get in, do you ever get in situations where because you are so free to be you that people might try you when it's not wanted or think that, oh, I can, um, I can be with her because I saw her on the video and she is just so open where, you know, many women are, are more conservative. But the, the, the thing with me is, what how people misunderstand me is I'm only top cherry stage when I'm working when music then I'm real life you know when people meet me in person and I'm so quiet and I'm shy and I, I want to sit in the corner and they they can't align it with the top cherry that they know you know but because it's because top cherry it's it just you know you don't even say okay character it just comes when when it's time to be top cherry, it's time to be top cherry, you know? Even when I write, you know, if, if I'm writing for top cherry or about top cherry, the energy is so different from the person that I am in person, you know, the, yeah. That's the character, 
But you are also, you know, have gone on record to say, and this is not a big taboo in Africa, but to say that you would allow, you know, to have a husband that had more than one wife, where if you come to America, I'll get you married. It'd take me one month because people, men will line up. Wait, I can have more than one. It's in me, right? So in a month, I could have it done. Bride price and all. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, like I said, I have different beliefs of children, all these things, you know. So, most of the times, my opinion and my, my thoughts, same as the next person, but um, thoughts about things. How, how has COVID? impacted you now you guys aren't in the um numbers of america where hundreds of thousands of people are dying in your country or on the continent so how how is lockdown is it still going on what's the situation the situation here is um we 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 this it's not really lockdown lockdown but um clubs are open but you know there's a certain amount of people, like only 50 people are allowed in a club, for instance, or a show or a restaurant. Yeah, but it's not that strict. First time they did it, there was supposed to be no movement at all. Okay, so, so no movement. Now, are different neighborhoods being treated different? Because we know, you know, um, the, the Germans are, are, are heavily there, are the, you know, their descendants, are, are the, is the black community treated as same as the more um, Wazungu community? Well, it, well, in Namibia, the, the black community and the white community is sort of just two types of societies each doing their own thing. The one, we never really have those type of incidents where you say that the the the, the white people, the black people, with with here it's rather a thing of the the who's who's, the CEOs, the ministers, they are treated, they have special things and whatnot. But it's it's not really a thing of black and white. It's not really. It's really really rare. So is it more classism if you have money versus mm -hmm. if you don't? Okay. Yes, it's more that, and not really a, a color thing. Okay, and so are the classes? Give us, like, give us a, a a picture of how the different classes are treated, because artists are always known to speak out. And how is the upper class being treated better? I would only assume than those who are, you know, poor. This is now in with the COVID times or in. Namibia in general. You can do both. You you got free reign to speak your game and give us an insight. Well, well, in Namibia, it's just things like um, you have special things like people would get land on, on on specific prices because they are affiliated. People would get good jobs, specific positions because of affiliation and things like that. Okay. Can the if you have been if you have been reading our our news headlines for the past few months, it has also actually been that you know people having jobs out of getting good jobs and not having the qualifications for it. People getting positions because they have relations with someone that is within the government 
and all that type of, yeah. Okay, which happens everywhere because, you know, many yeah. people get friends because of jobs and, and it's who you know is who you hire and who you like and who you date. So so it's very, you know, your country is very um, like the rest of the world that, you know. Yeah. It is. It is actually, yes. Now, tell me more about your acting and what, you know, films that you have done or that you may be working on shortly and, and just, are they international films? Are they local? Well, yes, I am, I'm, I, I love to call myself a national treasure because most of the things, most of the content that I do is mostly for the really direct local audience. So, um, some, yeah, I'm working on a film production currently that we are hoping to start in the next two months or so. So, it's just, things are a bit slow because this whole COVID thing, people, everyone is using COVID as an excuse. We can't really sponsor this because COVID. We don't have the funds to sponsor this because COVID. So, yeah, basically everything is just, you know, you just really need to, do five Okay, well, I mean, in everybody worldwide, it's the same thing. You know, some people are saying they haven't um, changed their life because of COVID. And it's like, COVID is the time to actually start to create and make that change. So don't, don't use COVID as an excuse not to be productive. Now, with the, the films, a lot of your videos are like movies, are like TV shows. So are you writing your own stuff as well? Yeah, I, I, you never really, st once if you are a writer, you never really stop writing, you know. So yes, I write all the time. I write all the time. It's just a matter of what you will use, when you will use it, for what you will use it, who you will use it for, but... Writing never really stops, you know. Every day you have an idea, you, you, you have a concept, you have a, every day. Now, let me ask you, and I, I got to go back to the, um, in case folks did not hear it, you're okay, you've said in other videos, and I told you I could marry you in a month in America with this type of mentality of a, a husband having more than one wife. I don't know if it's the Leo in you, but I, I want to, can you explain to the audience where that thinking comes from? Because more and more now, black American women are like, yeah, polygamy is okay. And, you know, explain that. Well, well, I, I think with me, it's more a thing of, personal thoughts, personal opinion. I believe so many, especially in, in my country, the divorce rate is, is is the highest thing, you know. So, and, and then when you actually get to talk to people and you identify the things that causes this divorce rate and causes all these unnecessary things in marriage, it's most the people, later you get, there's nothing to do. You know this person so well that nothing is new, nothing excites you. You know, so I, I can always feel like if, if there's another queen to hold it down, well, I am busy trying to do something else 
and I am busy focusing on something else, focusing on me, focusing on you know. And then when I get back today, I can find you. You you are not so. It's so hard to explain, but I feel people just exhaust each other to the point of I can't stand it. You know. So if if there's a division in task, division in time, there's someone else that can capture and satisfy that side of you. And when you come back to me, and I can give you forty percent and not a hundred, because this marriage thing is you need to give your hundred, your entire hundred to someone else. That's how people just end up with all these divorce things because later you are annoyed, you are exhausted, you are done. You know what? When people say they are bored in a relationship, I, I kind of tell it like I tell my kids. I say, if you're bored, maybe you're boring. And maybe it's up to you to spice things up and everything like I'm out of the box thinker. And and so is my my wife, but she's from Cameroon and her grandfather had, you know, let's say they stopped counting after 50 wives and, you know, hundreds of children. But you really have to think that what works for you and you don't have to tell everybody because we know that people don't have the best intentions once they know all your business. I'm sure you've seen that. But your country, your country has at least the Internet says one of the lowest divorce rates in the world. So, you know. I love the thinking, and that might be a book for you to write. I would really like to know where you get those stats because I, I, I'm personally able to send you stats that the student released, I think, two weeks ago in the newspaper. In a day, there were over 500 um, people that went in to file for divorce, and that's in a day. We're not talking about a year. We're talking about a day. <laughs> well... Well, I'm actually going to send you that because from a law firm, and again, this is just, you know, the outsider's opinion in a quick Google search. So I'm definitely not saying, yeah, not saying I'm an an expert at all, but just, um, you know, in America, they tried to push the divorce rate so high. But when you really look at the numbers, there are some things that will stop you and have you have a better chance if you are educated. Um, you're less likely if you are married before you have children. And if you go to church or have some type of faith, you know, based thing, you're more likely. So, you know, it, it just a lot of times media and you know this from being a writer, the negative sells yeah. worldwide more than a positive worldwide. story. Yes, true. So, yes. so but I love the, the yeah. thinking. I, I have to ask Top Terry. How are you collaborating with other African um, artists? Maybe, you know, once P-Square gets back together, you'll say, hey, I can do, I can get down. Or maybe there's someone in South Africa that you you really want to collab with. And maybe even in America, like, how are you doing that? Or is that not even a, a goal of yours? Um, it, it is a goal, but it's, it's for... For a small country, like, it's things that we've all tried, even a country that is just here by South Africa, you know, it's really not easy because, for example, the feature that Casper will ask you for, the, the money that Casper will ask you for a feature is not even half of the money that you get for a show, for example. So it, it's more a thing of not being able to afford 
race and it's so fun. And just also, Namibia is not so, not so um, big in terms of the recognition for a, a fellow or even a, a, person, a, a artist in America to say, yo, in Namibia there's this artist, let's highlight that person, maybe we can work together. Well, can we talk about the money and as be as open or let's give examples, because a lot of times in America, folks will see someone on TV, whether they're a musician or a news reporter, and they think this person is rich because they're basing it off, you know, they one time heard somebody on TV made a million dollars every time they came on TV. So is the show money and the album money and the money that you get from, you know, YouTube, which we know they rip off. Google rips off African content creators, no matter what you do, they don't pay what they pay you, what they pay us. Um, so is being a musician enough money and are you rich? Is the dog rich? Is Sonny Boy rich? Is, um, you know. Oh. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know about the dog, Sonny Boy. Uh-huh. I'm, 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 I'm definitely not rich. Like, like I said, it's, it's, like shows, it's not the same, you know. Money, the money game beside is not really the same, you know. And I think we are around about plus minus ten artists that are able to say that they actually live from endorsement deals, because I have I I, I have quite a few endorsement deals with corporate companies, you know, that keeps you at least going. But as for other people, especially at a time like this where there is absolutely no shows, I, 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 I'm really unable to tell who is rich. And if, if there is those that are rich, really, then we are really happy and we are really proud of them. Okay, well, that, that's, that gives some insight. And I'll say this for all the artists, no matter what the genre is, that come to your country they need to be collaborating. This is something that I've preached to musicians and entertainers. If you're not collaborating with the locals, you're really just coming to colonize. And I've talked to and, artists. And, huh, go ahead. And that's what happens here actually every time. We, as event organizers, hire like really big artists from SA, from Nigeria and whatnot. But basically they just come here, they do the show that they need to do and then they are gone the next morning it's not ever really a thing of oh you know would you like to meet the namibian artist would you like to would you guys like to work together and and if it does indeed happen then we are yet to discover when it happened and with whom okay normally they just come perform and then they are out the next morning so that this is a note to all of the producers and all the promoters and everybody involved, we need to put a clause in there that if you come, you need to come and, you know, actually connect. Because if you come to Detroit, there's artists, rappers like Trick Trick. If you're not putting somebody local on, your whole show has stopped. And there's, you know... I'm not saying anything that in music people don't know. If you come to my home city in Oakland, California, and you don't want to put the locals on, coincidentally, you might see a fight, a shootout. Something will stop wow. in the city. Wow. 
at your show because you need to put somebody local on because you need what they call a hood pass. And yeah. and your country is not the hood, but they need a pass and to really connect. And and so that that's a beautiful thing that I think we can push to the people. It really is, it's, it really is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But, but the thing is just like our, like, I feel like even artists in America, we even made peace with the thought of, that going international, for example, is a far-fetched dream, you get? So, yeah, basically, that's just where we are. Well, international is... Well, you know what's interesting about that is that, okay, the the musicians may think that because it's so hard, but this is why conversations like ours are so important. But I, I I can say when you have a model from any country and if she's on instagram and then she's you know thirst trapping out there nobody cares where she's from and she can have a million followers and you probably have a couple from your country as well who they don't even talk but they just pose so if they can do it now the musicians have to go talk to them and say hey put my music behind here and let it go international yeah. and and we really all have to connect yeah that happens with with the socialite and or you mean socialize with outside of Namibian borders? Correct. The socialites who like sponsors, who like um, who like what do they call them? Um, blessers. <laughs> yeah, but, but like I said, with us, the problem is financing whatever you are able to do, even to get a collab with. Let me say Yemiya like day, for example. That is, that would be like my dream come true, you know. But it's something that is able to be done. You can do it. It's just for you to do it, you need to have her feature fee. Because people like serious artists of that caliber are people that obviously you don't play with their bag like that. If you want a feature, you pay for the feature. And unfortunately... Those amounts are money that we are not able to just take out and say, like, yo, take here, let's have a feature. Yeah, I mean, there has to be some give and take, and you can't, you know, you couldn't, if Rihanna comes, you can't pay Rihanna what she would get paid in New York. It wouldn't make sense. But Rihanna also has to understand, or whoever it is, I don't want to pick on one artist, they have to understand that this is how you give back. And this is also when the West says you're done now you can go make money you know artists then go to asia go to south america go to africa once they've fallen off so really a lot of times artists have in america fallen off and then they go overseas because america is very like one night standish i love you today get out of here tomorrow but but in giving back and with the success that you've had what is a community give back that you are doing or that you want to do with what you have been blessed with? with? With what I do for the community? Yeah, yeah. What's your community give back that you are doing or that you want to do? Well, if, if, if you've been following my social media, I, I that is like one the one thing that I live for. Um, people refer to me as the girl child hero. So I, I do give that projects all the time, especially those that relate to the girl child. Um, we have a issue in Namibia where the girl child 
that stays in the village, live in the village, in the rural areas, you know. They miss school and don't go to school because, you know, of the period. So I would normally do little shows, raise some funds, get some sponsors, and buy in bulk sanitary items that I drop off at different schools in less fortunate areas of the country. In weekends, I also mostly run soup kitchens. I donate. I, 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 go, I go there to cook for the soup kitchens in Katitura. So, yeah, I do so, so, so many community projects. So if you guys are connecting the dots, and I was talking mm-hmm. about her bride prize, she can cook as well. So she's not just all arts and entertainment. She can <laughs> cook. So when you inbox... Yes, when you inbox me, make sure you you put that on the bride price. We're we're, we're, we're not negotiating in goats. This is cows and everything bigger, <laughs> you know. So so I'm glad that you have blessed us with the game. Um, please, folks, like, share, subscribe, especially for the majority of the audience who are listeners. Share this game with the video share this game and you know we're gonna take this off air be blessed y'all thanks for getting in the game and listening to the diversified game podcast with kellen the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese bagel and locks fish and grits Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.